Do you have a piece of antique or vintage furniture? Something that may have seen its better days and you want to restore it, you want to bring it back to life? I want to tell you about my friend Andrea Bridges who's doing something very, very cool. She actually is in the business of restoring antique and vintage pieces of furniture. She will take your piece, she will refinish it, she will repaint it, she will restore the magic that it was. And it could have been something that belonged to your grandparents, something that was a favorite piece of your mom and dad, something that means something to you. And you don't want to send it to just anybody. You want to send it to the best. You want to send it to First and Spring Designs located in Hadley, Michigan. You can find them over on Facebook, or you can send Andrea an email at andreagrace2015 at outlook.com. andreagrace2015 at outlook.com. Explain the situation, explain what you would like to have done, and see what Andrea can do for you. Yeah, you could take it to anybody, but you really want to take it to the best for something that means this much to you. So one more time, look for First and Spring Designs on Facebook. They are located in Hadley, Michigan. Or you can send Andrea an email, andreagrace2015 at outlook.com. If you have antique or vintage furniture that needs to be brought back to life, there's only one place that I would take my articles to, and it's where you need to take your stuff to as well. You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network, or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things, worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, where on here we will discuss anything and everything that happens in the world around us, and how we can go about making things better for you, for me, and everybody that we share this world with. I may go on rants, I will go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome! to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. Everybody, welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. I'm Jason Klaus. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. You know, last week I said I was going to find something a little bit more upbeat, a little bit more motivational. And, like, that's been my my focus coming in here for 
this particular show especially. Um, so we're not going to spend a tremendous amount of time laying the groundwork or anything. Like this is pretty self-explanatory. And uh, well, if you've listened to Power Tripping Through the 80s, you know the running gag there is, is well, I find lists that my co-host Sean Grugel and I will either um, agree with or we absolutely butcher the shit out of it. Um, I found a list here for this week, ironically, and reading through it real quick, I was like, man, I feel like I can make something out of this episode. And some of these I'm going to spend more time in, well, you know, more time with and explaining things. Other ones I'm going to, you know, it would seem like I'm glancing over it, but that's not to say that it's not important. Just that it could be something or an aspect that I have spent previous episodes and, uh, you know, quite a bit of time tackling that particular instance that just happens to show up on this list. Because today we're going to talk about 12 steps for self-care. And I found this list on, uh, on a Facebook page, actually, and it just kind of popped up. Just, you know, how that shit goes, like. You're having a conversation about baked beans one day with your buddy at work and the next thing you know you go on social media and there's uh an ad for baked beans who knew right so i found this list it came across my radar and i was like well that's it that's that's the topic for for this week 12 steps for self-care now they have them ranked. I don't know if they're ranked, but they're in numbered order here. And I'm not suggesting that this is how I would have uh, prioritized this list, if that's even a way that this thing was materialized. But every one of these is important in self-care. I don't care who you are, what you're doing, where you're at, any of that. Because at the end of the day, we're all human. We breathe air. We have blood running through our veins. You know, there's there's certain things that every single human has to has to share, for the lack of a better term, just for our very existence. Self care is one of these things that you're either on one side of the spectrum or you are on the opposite side of it. You're either one that really delves into the whole self-care thing and this is what has to happen and because you want to feel good every day, you know, by and large. Not to say that you're not going to get sick. Not to say you're going to not encounter a challenge or several. But if we reshift our focus, if we retrain our brain to look at life and the different aspects of it in a more positive way, frame of mind and I realize how difficult it can be. I realize that there are things that just seem so insurmountable that it just doesn't happen. Well, what's your approach? That is always my first question. Where is your mind at? Where's your mindset at? What's your approach? If you're coming into it all doom and gloom, then no, you're not going to you're not going to flourish on that day because you've already set a tone for what the day is going to be. If the whole world fucking sucks and everything's going wrong and that's what you focus on, then yeah, you are in for a long day. 
And I, I mean, it just happens that way because sometimes people just focus on what is in front of them and they react accordingly. They just cannot overcome that heaviness that whatever situation is filtering down on top of them. It's unfortunate, but it happens. I've done it. You've done it. But then you got to, that's when you got to make a decision here. Is this, is this going to be your approach? Is this how you're going to tackle this? Or are you going to reshift that, that mindset and figure out a different way to come at it? A lot of it starts with self-care, taking care of ourselves, our inner core, our physical being. But a lot of this is mental and a lot of this is emotionally charged. It is. It's just the way it is. Like, for example, number one on this list, if it feels wrong, don't do it. If it feels wrong, do not do it. Because something internally is telling you that whatever you're fixing to do, whatever you think you're about to say, whatever encounter you are about to be a part of, a scenario, a situation, a venue, something along these lines, if there is something happening internally that is making you feel question whether this is the right thing to do and i mean it's an overpowering one because we there's levels of self-doubt you know there's ones that are they're there because we have that that fear of the unknown we have that fear of change if we're not necessarily familiar with it we kind of shy away from it because we just don't know a lot of this falls under the umbrella of um of control it's a control issue. If you don't feel like you have control, it makes you feel a certain kind of way, right? But if something internally just does not feel right, like it is making the hair on the back of your neck stand up, do not ignore it. You are having these feelings for a reason because the universe will let you know in its own way, shape, or form, if you are about to embark on something that is, by and large, not in your best interest, or that it has the potential to cause you a good deal of harm, a great deal of negativity, it will trigger internal feelings to the magnitude where this is the thing, like if it's starting to feel wrong. The situation, the relationship, the job, the venue, whatever the case may be. If it feels wrong, don't do it. How many times have you not listened to your gut and wound up regretting it? I know that's happened to me several times. Like, damn it, why didn't I listen to myself? Why didn't I take the time and actually listen to myself? We don't because... Whatever is happening is preventing us from doing or being something or somewhere that we ultimately had some degree of desire to be or do. And if something that comes comes down and we're like, oh, this is causing me something feelings. Sometimes we throw caution to the wind. 
Sometimes it actually works out. A lot of times it don't. Because we didn't listen to ourselves. So if it feels right, you won't have these feelings, right? If it's the right thing to do, you're not going to have that overpowering feeling of, Eesh. but if it feels wrong, there's a reason why it feels wrong. Don't ignore it. Two, say exactly what you mean. Quit sugarcoating shit. Quit being vague. How many times do you go on social media and you see vague posts? Like the whole fucking world is ending, but they won't tell you why. They won't tell you the who. They won't tell you the what. They won't tell you the where. They just give you a blank, a like a very vanilla statement. No substance to it whatsoever. How many times are you embarking in a conversation, an argument, a disagreement? And you are not communicating the way that you feel like or that you know that you should. Because in the fear, it may hurt somebody's feelings. It may escalate the argument. It may come to the end of a relationship, friendship, something that means to you, something to you. Again, I've done this. And what happens? You are the one that ends up on the short end of the stick, and you are the one that winds up, by and large, feeling like shit because nothing is ultimately resolved on your end. The other party might might be just hopscotching down the trail, man, because they feel like they won the argument or they got the better end of the conflict or whatever the case may be because you didn't say exactly what you needed to say. Because for fear of hurting somebody's feelings or something along these lines. This is the real thing. Again, done it. But once I shut that shit down and I approach everything with anybody who knows me knows. If I say it, it's because I mean it. I am not somebody that is just going to. Throw words out there just for the sake of throwing words out there, whether it be on here, whether it be in a blog, whether it be on Facebook, whether it be on anything that I do. I have that reputation now. That if I say it, it's been said because that's what I mean. Good, bad, or indifferent. And yeah, I've pissed people off. Yeah, I've hurt people's feelings. Yeah, I have had a hand in the destruction of relationships, friendships, personally and professionally, because I didn't keep my mouth shut. I told them exactly what I thought. Some of them can take it. Some of them can't. But that ain't on you. Nobody can ever come back and say that you vague them or, or, you know, you were too vague. You weren't specific or anything like that. Knowing what we mean is a crucial part of our communication. Backing up what we say is another one. So make your words mean something. 
Because if you're just running your mouth just for the sake of running your mouth and there's no action behind it, everything that you say is going to become called into question. Everything that you say is not going to be met with any degree of, of respect or support or anything like that. They're just going to think you're talking just to hear yourself talk. No substance behind it. Three, don't, <laughs> this is a big one with me, man. This has been a big one with me virtually my whole life. Don't be a people pleaser. This is where we put ourselves on the back burner. We put ourselves up onto a shelf because we want to make people happy. Oftentimes at our expense. And we're okay with this because we're the kind of people that flourish when the ones that we love, the ones that we care about, are happy. If they're happy, we're happy, right? So now we we go from that transition of trying to be happy individuals and happy with our own existences to living vicariously through somebody else who is experiencing their degree of happiness. Oftentimes, because you were, you did something, you said something, you provided something that made that a reality for them. Now, I'm not saying turn your back on your friends when they need you. I'm not saying don't lend that helping hand. As my friend Sean would say, it's not a handout, it's a hand up, right? That is the difference. We want people that we care about to be happy. No doubt about it. I do. You do. If they mean something to us, we want them to be happy. But when it starts coming at your expense and you are doing things that is kind of putting your path either on pause or taking you right off the path itself and putting it off to the side of the road so that somebody else can go past you, that's a goddamn problem. Because why should why should you not be, be able or be allowed to focus on your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, while at the same time lending that word, that challenge, that whatever of support for, for your friends, for your family? When you start sacrificing your own success and your own happiness and your own growth so that other people are happy because they're getting what they need because it helps them on their journey, sometimes, a lot of times, it's a, you allow that, that entity to leapfrog you, that's a problem. And it's a big one. I have done this, specifically in the wrestling business. See, sidebar, for whatever reason, I had this reputation among independent professional wrestlers that I was difficult to work for because, you know, maybe a storyline didn't go their way or they got pissed because my character was positioned higher in the card than theirs or whatever the case may be. 
a lot of times in that realm, in that entity, I would put everything that I had planned for X, Y, and Z, not just necessarily for my character, could, could have been for other ones. I put that off to the side because another person was so upset that they weren't being pushed. You got to have that push. So I would, I would rewrite shit. I would keep my, you know, I would do all, I would do just about anything to make sure that everybody else was happy. To the point to where, when I started to feel like it was starting to, you know, them, them little instances start adding up, right? And then you start to look back and you're like, wow, this is starting to feel like a job, like a real job. And it started to suck the fun out of it. So as the chapter started to close on the MWO and it opened up for the PFC network, one of the one of the very first conscious choices that I made was I am establishing the guidelines. This is what needs to be met. If Anybody that comes on board in under this umbrella cannot fulfill these obligations, these guidelines. They are gone. It's not personal. It's not personal. It's business. And I had a real hard time separating the two during my time in professional wrestling because I was too goddamn worried about being a people pleaser. Now I've used that as learning tools, right? So that's no longer a thing. Or trust your instincts. Now, a lot of this goes hand in hand with the first thing we talked about. If it feels wrong, don't do it. Trust your instincts, man. Listen to yourself. Pay attention to the clues that life is going to provide you. Don't be so zeroed in focused on what you want that you ignore obvious signs. When you ignore obvious signs, your internal instincts start to take over. This is what fuels those feelings that if it's wrong or if it's right. And if it's wrong, you don't do it. It happens here. It happens somewhere within the recesses of your psyche, of your soul, of your brain. This are, these are the parts that make up your instincts. And if something feels fucked up, there is a reason why. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a negative tone. It can be a positive thing that you are just not sure about because let's just say you're an individual that has suffered setback after setback after setback and you question everything. You have been screwed over. You have been shit on. You have been knocked off the rails. You have, you have done everything that you possibly can, but you feel like you don't get anywhere. And then a situation arises or a person comes into your life that has the potential to be a game changer. 
but you immediately, your defense mode comes in and you keep them at bay. They're on the opposite at the opposite side of that proverbial cage that you keep around your mind, body, and soul. But what if that's a good person? What if that's a person that came into your world, that popped up on your radar at this time for a reason, for a good reason? What if that's your one? What if that's the one that you've been waiting for, but you don't know because you, your defense mechanism kicks in and keeps them at bay? If it's meant to be, you're going to start feeling something on the inside. And it's not just powered by lust or the fact that they have a cute ass or the fact that, you know, they're hot and you just imagine what go, you know, what would happen in a scenario. What if that's your one? If it is, the universe is going to somehow or another let you know. And it's, then it's up to you. You got to figure it out. Five. Never speak bad about yourself. Again, I'm guilty as charged. Because I am my, har my harshest critic. I am my biggest. I could be my biggest cheerleader. Or I could be my my greatest adversary because I know I have fucked up. I know I have done, all, I know I have done bad in my life and it'd be real easy to just sit there and be like, Hey world, I am a piece of shit. I have done this. I have done that. I have, you know what I'm saying? But what that is, is I'm telling you what I will accept from you. If I sit here and I tell you what a piece of shit I am, that gives you the open door for you to tell me and to treat me like a piece of shit. It really is that simple. You don't have to do a whole lot of soul searching on that one. You're essentially telling people how to treat you. If you talk down about yourself, they're going to talk down about you. And if it's not right in front of you, it's going to happen right around the corner. I promise you that. So, I mean, yeah. With all of the bad things that I've done in my life and let me tell you, they could make a movie about it. I know at the end of the day what my true intentions are. I know what lies inside my heart. A lot of you do too. A lot of you had forgiven me or you have accepted my less than favorable journey, my less than favorable things that I've done to accept me for me because you know who and what I am to my core. That's important. And yeah, I will do things. I will continue. Throughout the course of my life, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm human. Throughout the course of your life, you're going to make mistakes. You're human. 
And yeah, we can learn from them and, and we can take a moment, digest, process, figure it out, break it down. This is why it happened. Don't do it again. Move forward. But you won't hear me talk shit about myself because I am not willing to accept you talking shit about me, especially for somebody who's never walked step one in my shoes, let alone a fucking mile. And you've never seen things through my eyes and you don't feel with my heart. So ultimately, you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. So no, I don't talk shit about myself anymore because I am a good person. I have true intentions. And those who know, no. Those who refuse to see that, go fuck yourself. That simple. Six. We'll tackle this one, we'll take a break, and then we'll we'll knock out the, the second half of this list. Don't give up on your dreams. Do not give up on your dreams. Even though it may not be taken as long, it, it may not, it, <laughs> let's try this again. Even though it may take longer than what you thought was would take to get to where you want to be, your goal, your dream, whatever. Like we have in our minds, whether we want to admit it or not, like we have kind of an idea of how long it should take. And when it starts going beyond that point, this is what challenges us. This is what tests our resolve. It tests whether or not that goal is worth it. Because that imaginary time stamp has come and gone. And you're still embarking on it. So now you start questioning, is this really worth it? But Jesus Christ, if it was worth it enough for you to step up to the starting line at the very beginning, then I would imagine that it's worth it even if you do encounter a challenge or you have to take a detour or something along these lines. That's what happens. Because life is not scripted, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. It's going to throw curveballs. It's going to throw roadblocks. It's going to throw everything to keep you from where you want to be just to test your resolve to test your determination and then whether or not this thing means anything to you. How many times have you heard me say anything easily handed to you is just as easily taken away, if not more so? Here's the thing. Anything that's worth anything to you is going to take time, effort, energy, and determination, and a shitload of patience. You're talking to a guy that had to retrain various parts of his brain to to gather better appreciation for patience because I can tell you right now the goals and the dreams that I am actively embarking on were set years ago and I'm still working on it I'm still doing it and listen there have been many things that could have derailed me to the point to where I abandoned that dream but I believed in it so much I believed in the people that it involved so much not a goddamn thing was going to detour me. Could I have abandoned it? Yes, I could have. Would anybody have blamed me? Absolutely not. But at the, at the end of the day, it's my life. It's my happiness. It's my goals. Who the fuck are you to challenge me about anything? If it means something to me, I'm going to keep working on it. Until there is a day where it just ain't going to happen. Or that I was duped fooled, fucked over, or something along these lines. That makes it makes a reality of this ain't happening. 
Well, I ain't there yet. Some of you think I'm a fucking idiot because of it, and I'm okay with that. Because at the end of the day, when I get to where I know I'm going to be, I will be the happiest fucking idiot you've ever seen. I guarantee you that. And it will have been more than worth it. Because I put everything into it. So it's going to mean that much more to me, man. See, life don't have to be overly complicated if you don't allow it to be. You just got to figure out how to work around it. That's what that is. So don't give up on your dreams because nobody's going to achieve them other than you. We're going to take a quick time out. More of the Klaus to the Heart podcast and the second half of our 12 steps of self-care is right after this. There's some exciting new changes that are coming to the PFC Entertainment Network. New podcasts, new hosts, new topics, new guests. It's a whole new ball game as we enter a new schedule beginning this fall for the network. Now, Mondays and kicks off Wednesday. Why? Followed by the flagship show, the Cost to the Heart podcast on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, we go back in time with power trippers through the age. It gets a little hot on Fridays with new episodes of the Heat Pet. And on Saturdays, you will see alternating podcasts between the real podcast and Turnbuckle Time Machine. Also returning this fall will be Hanging with the Hitman with Todd Gilbert and Brett Forty. You can check out all of the great shows from the PFC Network on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Welcome back to the show. We certainly appreciate you tuning in this week. We're talking about 12 steps of self-care here on the flagship show. You're listening to the Cost of the Heart podcast on the PFC Entertainment Network. Okay, so we're going to start tackling the second half of this thing. Number seven, don't be afraid to say no. This was a big one for me for a long time. Because it goes back to wanting to be a people pleaser. We are always, you know, those who are of that mindset, those who tend to be people pleasers, no is the hardest word in our vocabulary. Because generally when we say no, it's, you know, at their expense or what the, at the expense of what they want, need, feel like they need, I should say, or anything along these lines. Now, I had to, this part, you know, as I, listen, I have talked at nausea about various aspects of my journey over the last handful of years that ultimately has led me to here in my personal life and my professional life. Ruffled feathers, pissed people off, broke people's hearts. Like, I've done it all, man. Good and bad. I had, like, I have done it all. But when I started to really focus on my own self-care, my own self-esteem, my own visions of happiness, being able to tap into the ability to say no 
was a very difficult thing for me to do because I knew every time I said no to somebody, it resulted in a negative reaction. Their feelings are hurt. They're disappointed. They're angry. They hate me. They're this, that, or the other thing. And I hated all of that. And there were times as I started to embark on that, that I would retract that because I knew how it made them feel. But at the end of the day, the one who wound up feeling like shit the most was me. And then I had to sit there and and really think, well, then what the fuck am I doing here? What is the purpose of making all these changes if I'm just going to resort to the same kind of behavior that got me to where I was at to begin with? makes absolute zero sense it's like you're running full till in a wall smack the wall the wall don't move so every time you go running into it that motherfucker is going to be right there for you to, to run into that don't change you got to change your approach man either you got to figure out a way to climb over top of it around it underneath it something you got to do something because you're still doing the same shit and you're still going to be in the same spot that you are. So don't be afraid to tell people no, especially if it's because it it impedes your ability to, 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 to progress to the next step, the next level. And you don't even have to have an extracurricular goal in mind. This can be applied to today, life today. Personally, professionally, a combination of both don't really matter. You got to be your own greatest advocate, man. And sometimes that means you got to knock people down a peg. You got to tell them no. Now, the opposite side of that coin is number eight on this list. Don't be afraid to say yes. These are the ones, this applies to those individuals, those of you who are afraid to embark on anything new because you are concerned about what could be. Saying yes may may mean that you need to make a significant change. And for anybody that don't like change, this is a big one. If you don't like change, this is this is the one that is going could arguably be the toughest part of this list for you. I'm telling you I uh as somebody who has embarked on a, a a number of different things, a number of different changes. Telling myself yes opened doors of opportunity that I wouldn't have never known were there. But they needed to be there for me to get to where I am here and now. So I had to roll the dice on myself. Had to. But 
that's part of the growth, man. That's part of self-growth. Because we as humans, we don't stop growing. We don't stop learning. If you adopt a philosophy that is not on that level, then you're the one that's going to stay right where you're at for the duration of your days because you're not giving yourself a chance to explore something new. You're not giving yourself a chance to to do anything, you know? Saying the word yes opens up these doors of opportunity. It's just the way it is. This is something that I have, this has been a struggle just as much as trying to adopt the word no. So, all right, following up here. Number nine, be kind to yourself. This one obviously resonates. This resonates with people who have adopted various aspects of this list in the previous things that we have talked about, and it has ruffled feathers. It has made them question whether or not they did the right thing for the right reason because other people have told them otherwise based on what they think, based on what their philosophies are, based on a number of that. But man, you know, I've said it, and it took me a long time to come to terms with this. We have to be our own greatest cheerleaders. We have to be our strongest advocates because in the wee hours of the day, when there is no one else around, when there is nobody to talk to, when you are alone in your thoughts or in your scenario or in your situation, this there's a lot of soul searching that goes on. There's a lot of deep dives that can happen into our psyche and it makes us you know, reevaluate ourselves and where we are in life what we're doing with this one shot called life. And yeah, you may have done things that were less than ideal. You may have done things that are deemed bad. And we could sit here and just beat the shit out of ourselves time and time and time again. Look, what's done is done. Whatever happened in the past has happened in the past. It's in the rear view for a reason. If you continue to focus on that and everything that has been deemed wrong, you are not doing yourself any favors as you try to progress through life to become the best version of yourselves. We deserve forgiveness with ourselves, within ourselves. Some people will take exception to that. And I understand why. I just don't adopt that philosophy. I don't and I never will. You got to be kind 
to yourself. You have to be your greatest advocate. You have to be your strongest champion. Because there are going to be times during the day, in those wee hours I was just talking about, there will be nobody else there to validate you. You need to... Um, You need to reshift your focus here. Anything that you feel like you've done bad, come to terms with it. Because everything happens for a reason. Everything is a brick on the path that leads you to where you're going. And it may have sucked. It may have been bad. But it does not define you as a person unless you allow it. If you allow it, that's that's on you. But this also goes hand in hand with, you know, you're you're really t telling other people what you will what you will tolerate. If you are kind to yourself, you will not tolerate a constant barrage of criticism. And just for the lack of a better term, shit talking. If you demonstrate you're not going to tolerate that kind of behavior, people are going to respond accordingly. Either they are no longer in your life, or if they are continuing to be in your life, they need to reshift their focus and rethink their approach with you. You don't have to put up with anything that you don't feel like you need to. You don't. Number 10, let go of what you can't control. I just touched on this. Like the shit that's already happened, it's already happened. But there's other aspects in life that are a that are oftentimes presented as, as contributing factors as to why things may not be going the way that they should. Is it something that you can control? If it is, Make the necessary changes, whether it's adding or deleting people or aspects from your life. But if it's something that you just, like, it's going to happen regardless of what you do, say, or think. How much time are you willing to put energy and effort into? Because ultimately, that's not, that part of it is not going to change regardless of how you feel about it. It is what it is. What you can change is how you allow it to affect your day-to-day, -day, how it affects your path, how it affects your mindset. You have that control. And it could be very simple as, is this an individual I want having access to my life? If the answer is this individual or this entity brings me a certain degree of negativity, changes have got to be made. And that goes and that bleeds right into number 11, man. Stay away from drama and negativity. Now, here is the one that has caused me the most heat because I eliminate people, aspects scenarios 
locations. Things that bring drama and negativity to my life, I sh shut out. They are cut out. They are eliminated without a second thought or a moment of hesitation. I don't give a fuck. Unfortunately, some of you listening have found that out firsthand. You tested me. You lost. You challenged me. I showed you where I stood. You can't handle it. You are no longer a factor. Yet you tune in here every fucking week. The numbers tell me that. I could do real deep dives in here and, and figure out what's what here. And that's okay. I appreciate the fact that, that you spend time on what I'm doing. Because I can tell you I don't spend a single solitary second thinking about what the fuck you're doing. If it caused me drama, caused me controversy, caused me neg negativity, gone. End of story. And the last one here, number 12, love. Love yourself. Love yourself. Love the people that mean the most to you. Make sure that they're aware of that. Make sure that they know where they stand in your life. We get one shot at this, man. This thing called life, just one. And I have of the philosophy that I don't ever want anybody that means something to me to question what they meant to me on my last day here. That's why people get random messages thinking of you. Just want you to know how awesome I think you are, and I hope you're having a good day. You know what? It doesn't necessarily have to be somebody that, that I know. I don't know how many cups of coffee I've bought over the course of my lifetime for an individual that was behind me in line and I can hear them talking to whoever they're talking to and I like I'm getting a grasp of their of their day and it's not a very good one. So I will pay for their cup of coffee when I'm paying for mine. Unbeknownst to them until they get up to the counter and I'm like, I'm already out the door. I don't do that for recognition. I don't do that to take a selfie and put it on fucking Facebook. Hey, look what I did today. I did that because I wanted to help somebody's day get a, just a little bit brighter. Just that one aspect, that part of the day didn't suck. Amongst all the other fuckery that they may have been dealing with, hey, some stranger bought their coffee this morning and it changed their entire approach. And in turn, a lot of times they will pay it forward, which in turn makes them feel good. So in a world that is overridden by negativity and there's more focus on controversy and things of this nature, 
That does not mean that there, the aspects of love and appreciation for ourselves and for each other, it cannot be on full display. It can be if you choose it. Me doing things like that, I don't do it for recognition. I don't do it for likes. I don't do it for shares. I don't do it for friend requests. I don't do it for any of that shit. I did it to add a glimmer of hope and hopefully a small smile on their face could have been for the first time on that day because they didn't have to pay for their cup of coffee. Love, man. Sounds simple enough, but we just don't do it. It's because you're overthinking it. You don't have to. It could be a very small gesture. 12, step, 12 steps for self-care. You apply one if or all of these things, and it will lead you to a better day. It's just a matter of it's just a matter of your approach, man. So with that, we're going to put a bow on this week's episode. I certainly appreciate you guys tuning in this week. Uh, tomorrow will be uh, power tripping through the '80s. It was the special "Ask Us Anything" episode with me and Sean Grugel. Uh, that was a fun episode, and uh, a prize was given out. And uh, so it's going to be cool to see how long that materializes before i get the the call about uh that particular aspect but be that as it may uh friday you're going to hear a new a new episode of the heat Mint. saturday uh the real podcast returns uh what we weren't able to record last week so we had to bump it up a week so you will get a new episode of the real podcast on saturday and then Say what returns on Monday. So with that, uh, head over to our online store, cafepress.com forward slash PFC network for all the latest merchandise from all of our shows here on the PFC network. And check us out over on TikTok. Check us out over on YouTube. Check us out wherever you see the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network logo. With that, go out. Be awesome to yourselves and to each other. We'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network.